You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Wednesday, June the 9th of 2021. I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show. Lucas Smith, thanks for tuning in today and every day you tune in. Today is a very special episode of Locked on Cardinals as today is episode number 200 for me as the host. Just a big thank you to to you guys for listening, to Sean Woodley, the channel coordinator of Locked On, to David Locke, the CEO, uh, to Nash Walker, loads of Locked On twins that got me started on this, got me the the, uh, the, the connection, if you will. Um, so just a huge thank you to everybody, and again, especially to you guys for allowing me to, to do this, to get the listen, to get the downloads, to get the interaction, to to interact with you guys as well. Uh, this has been a fun journey. I've been doing this since August the 5th of last year, so we're coming up on a year overall as the host. And uh, it's been an exciting 200 episodes. I can't wait for the next 200. Second number three is going to be kind of looking back on and kind of got a couple clips from earlier shows to share with you guys. Uh, some top moments, but um, so want to get that thank you first and foremost, uh, but also to let you know that I will be doing some clips later in the show. Uh, but sadly, we do have to take a little bit of a, a darker turn, if you will. Uh, but before we do that, I want to let you guys know that today's 200th episode is brought to you in part by Locker Room. Download the app and join me tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central to get in on the action Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Uh, yeah, but a real wild 200 games, or 200 shows, rather, I should say. Uh, but again, again, that's the second number three. Sadly, we must continue to talk about the losing efforts of the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals fall 10-1 to yesterday to the Cleveland Indians. Cardinals are now just a game above 500 at 31-30 and as the Cleveland Indians uh, open up with a 15-hit performance. Cardinals only able to muster up five hits, or six hits, excuse me. Edmund Carlson going 0-9 for 9 at the top. Arnado going 0-4. for 4. Carpenter and Sosa with two hits each, and Goldie with a hit as well. But th- this is a this is a tough stretch. I talked about it in my Locked On Now video that I posted on the Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and the Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. If you missed it, head over there to, to check it out. But you know, this is a six-game losing streak that, that is a tough one to swallow. This this team is not fun to watch right now. Just putting it plain and simple. They're not fun. They're not exciting. It's not good to watch them. Uh, and, you know, still a still a Cardinal fan, still love the Cardinals and everything, but I don't think anybody can say that this team is exceptional to watch right now. It's kind of a struggle, to be honest, at times to watch them. And you can say it's only June, but at the same time, I mentioned this exact line in my video, it's only June becomes it's already July real quick. And, you know, a lot of people are calling for Mike Schilt to be fired, for Jeff Albert to be fired, for Mike Maddox to be fired. That might be a bit harsh. I mean, this is a staff that has seen two straight postseason runs. They almost made a run at the postseason in 2019 when Mike Schilt first took over. They made an impressive run near the end of the end of that season after Schilt took over a day before the All-Star break. It was just, you know, and like I said, I'm, I'm usually one to defend Schilt, and I get the frustration. Don't get me wrong. I'm extremely frustrated with this team right now. Is Mike Schilt on the hot seat? 
maybe. I think his seat is warming up a little bit. I think if he if this continues, then yeah, he's definitely on the hot seat. If the Cardinals continue to go two and eight or three and seven in every ten games, then yeah, I think Schilt should be fired. Do I think Schilt should be fired right now? Not necessarily. You got a banged up team. The starting rotation is banged up. Even the offense is banged up. Sosa shouldn't be starting. You should have Harrison Bader back at center field. So y- y- Yachty hasn't started the last couple of nights. And again, the starting rotation obviously is super banged up. Dakota Hudson was out for the year. Miles Michaelis pitched to four innings and is now hurt. Kim is hurt. Flaherty's hurt. This team is not its best. And like I said, I said this countless times before, manager is not the end-all be-all when it comes to winning and losing a baseball game, especially at the major league level. Could the major league staff be better? Could you implement a better system? Could you make better decisions as a manager? Absolutely. And that's usually the first person that gets a finger pointed to is the manager or the, the coaching staff. And I get it. That makes perfect sense, logically speaking. But again, I just I don't know how much of this is Mike Schultz's false fault versus guys underperforming and guys getting hurt and not staying healthy. I also think it's interesting that Jeff Albert, my grandpa and I talked about this a couple of days ago, that Jeff Albert gets a ton of hate for the hitting coach and how this team is abysmal offensively. And believe me, they have been. I mean, Matt Carpenter, outside of the last couple of weeks, has been abysmal the last couple of years. You just see guys taking really bad at-bats, and maybe that is to blame on the pitching coach. Who knows? But I don't see Mike Maddox getting a lot of hate when really, to me, the pitching needs a lot more help than the... The offense does right now, in my opinion. Can't be giving up 8-10 runs a game at home and expect to win baseball games. Interesting that, that Mike Maddox isn't under a lot of heat. And I think that might be, my reasoning was, is that he has a lot more success and maybe it's because the pitching is hurt more because of injuries than the hitters are. You know, you're only, you're only down Yachty the last couple of days, but long term, they've only been down two regulars. So you got to ask yourself when you're asking who's on the hot seat, who's not, is are they underperforming right now because of management? Is it a complete philosophical top-bottom problem? Or is it just a product on the field isn't good enough? I think it's the latter. With two regular offensive guys out, say what you will about Bader, I think he's better offensively than he's given credit for. It allows you to keep Tommy Yemen at his better defensive position in right field. Because to be honest, I think there were a couple of balls last night on Tuesday that Carlson probably puts a better effort for if he's in right field. Better effort than Edmund. Okay, better effort isn't the right word, but probably has a better chance of catching those baseballs than Edmund does. I'll say it that way. If Carlson's in right field. So defensively, they're a better team with Carl with Bader on the, Bader on the field. Guys right now just are underperforming. And yes, coaching staff has to do with that and they have to try and coach them a little bit better and to get them to perform better. I get that. But I don't think this is a management problem entirely. Is Mike Schultz the perfect manager? No. I think that they gave him an extension way too soon in that 2018 season. And I say that recognizing that he has had tremendous success, or at least some amounts of success in this two plus years as the manager of the Cardinals, including two runs in the postseason, one of them fairly deep in 2019. I still thought that extension was a little bit too, uh, too, too jumping the gun, and I think we're seeing the results of that right now. The team not playing very well, and I just, I understand the frustration. Frustrations are high right now, 
but this is a long season. We're going to have our ups. We're going to have our downs. We've had a couple ups already. We've had a couple of major downs, and that's where we're at right now. And I'm not trying to just be the blindly positive, let's just get through this. We're going to be fine. Everything's hunky-dory, A-okay. But at the same time, six games out of 162 is not going to make or break your season. Now, every game matters. It's all about a balance of this, of knowing that every game matters and knowing that things can change, the ebb and flow of a season. Got to grind it through. Schultz saying that, you know, we're going to bust out of this streak. I'll believe that when I see it because they're not playing very good baseball right now. It's going to take time to get right. Maybe this weaker schedule in June really helps them. Maybe they just got to grind through this next week or so, get through tomorrow, get through today, get through the weekend with series with the Cubs, and then play Miami and go from there. This this losing streak cannot last much longer. And beyond that, this not playing well streak has to end now. Even if they keep losing a couple games here and there, they've, they've got to play better. No question about it. So I think Mike Schultz see it's getting a little warm. I'm not going to put him on the hot seat yet. It's going to say it's just getting a little bit warm. That's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, so we'll go ahead and recap yesterday's game. It's not going to be too much of an in-depth recap. It's going to be mainly talking about Carlos Martinez and his problems um, and how I was dead wrong on yesterday's show about how maybe this will be a good start for Carlos. Yes, spoiler alert, it wasn't. Breaking down his performance yesterday, going into today's game as well, talking about Wainwright, and then again, I've got some memories to share of uh, just a couple, not going through all 200, (laughs) but just a couple of the last uh, 200 shows, some some memories and some clips, uh, so... All that and more coming up here in just a moment. This episode is brought to you in part by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked on Cardinals once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. It's the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like yourself on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even be featured on the Locked on Cardinals podcast. Be sure to join me this week. I'll be hosting a room tomorrow. That's Thursday at 7 p.m. Central. So go right now and download the free Locker Room app, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. Follow me at LJ Fastball to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. And again, I'll be live tomorrow. That's Thursday at 7 p.m. Central. I cannot wait to hear everybody's thoughts on the St. Louis Cardinals. I'll see you there. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. It's 2021. It's time to get rid of your cigarettes. It's time to unplug your vape and throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. These things have been researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. The incredible nicotine gum has four milligrams of nicotine that come in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy has also made a lozenge with four milligrams of of nicotine with three flavors of cherry ice, citrus, and mint. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple. You don't even have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. 
Locked on MLB Network listeners, that's you. Go to Lucy.co and use promo code Locked on MLB to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's Lucy.co and use promo code Locked on MLB at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code Locked on MLB. So Carlos Martinez, he didn't have it last night. He didn't have it two nights ago. He hasn't had it for a while. Final line yesterday with, with a really good fourth inning mixed in there. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Four innings, seven hits, five earned, a walk, seven punch outs, and a home run. I'm not fooled. I'm not convinced, rather, by the seven strikeouts. I thought he was flat. I thought he looked really bad. He wasn't fooling anybody on the Cleveland Indians. I thought it was just an overall bad start for Carlos. Coming off a bad start before that against Los Angeles. Last two starts, he's gone 14 and two-thirds of an inning. He's given up 13 hits and 15 earned runs. That's not going to cut it. Plain and simple. I really thought that this could be a turnaround start for Martinez. I thought that he could have bounced back and did really well. Just didn't work. He he wasn't, wasn't sharp at all. I mean... Look, in this third inning, this, these are some of his exit velocities in the third inning. 102, 95, 106 on the home run, 97, 103, 102. Other innings give up another 100-mile-an-hour ground out. See, when he got outs, he wasn't fooling anybody. I thought his body language was poor. I know it's poor a lot, but I thought it was really poor. He just has been proven to be too inconsistent to rely on. Somebody commented on my um, on the on the Instagram post on Locked On Cardinals. Uh, Mo Saints fan two thousand two commented DFA. If you want to DFA him, that's fine. Who who you bringing? Who you replacing him with? Because Cardinals have made it very clear that they're not bringing up Libertor. They're not bringing up Thompson for short term fixes. They're not going to rush him back to the major league level, especially with all the injuries that are happening across the board at majors and minors. You would, I mean, I, I just don't know what, what the Cardinals are going to do with him because I don't think anybody's going to want him. He hasn't pitched well enough to even raise his, his trade value to trade him. So I, I just, and it sucks because I really, am, I've been trying to pull for Carlos for a while. I know at Mike's on first on Twitter, Moose, the old host of this show, didn't like Martinez a lot. And I was, I've really been trying to pull for Martinez and think that he can try and pull it around because when he's at his best, he's got good stuff. He's shown us that in the past. But at, at some point, showing us glimpses and not giving us everything, it, it just has to be it. And I'm sorry, even if he turns out a, a good start every once in a while, I just, he's just too unreliable at the major league level for a team. If, if, if this team wants to win, if this team wants to win and be competitive, you can't have a wild card going out there every fifth day. You gotta know what you're gonna get, and with Martinez, you don't know what you're gonna get. Because you could throw six no hit innings, or you could get a couple blow up starts. And even in that start, when he threw six no hit innings, he lost it in the seventh. Not only losing the no hitter, but just fell apart. Tell you who did not fall apart was the Cardinal bullpen, excluding Junior Fernandez in yesterday's game. Really thought I was I was impressed with Andrew Miller despite some shaky defense on the Cardinals that inning and some really good defense on the Cardinals that inning. Impressive tag by Sosa. 
Javi who? I can't really talk that much to Mac. Cardinals are on six-game losing streak, and the Cubs are playing really good baseball. Jake Woodford pitches uh, okay, but then Ponce de Leon and Seth Elledge both had scoreless innings. Seth Elledge looked really good, punching out two. I think Seth Elledge with some time is going to be really good. I really do. But Carlos Martinez, you know, I hate in the sport of baseball to say I'm giving up on somebody because baseball is so weird that on any given night you can dominate. But at the same time, he's just too inconsistent. The offense for the Cardinals has been consistently bad uh, the, the last week or so. Yes, they had the magical seven-run sixth inning on Sunday. They came back or, or whatnot, but they, they just haven't performed well. One run yesterday, take out the, the seven-run performance on Sunday, two runs on Saturday, four on Friday, two on Thursday, three on Wednesday, and three on Tuesday. So the offense just isn't hitting enough. And I, I think the offense is more so, like I said, the two guys that are hurt and just overall guys are in a rut. Um, but but pitching, if I had to pick one of where the Cardinals need the most help with, I would say it's pitching because those injuries are more long-term. We don't know when they're going to get back. But the offense was just abysmal yesterday. Shane Bieber didn't even look that dominant. Yes, he kept the Cardinals off the board and off balance, but he only struck out five and gave up five hits in six innings. So he wasn't his dominating self, but he was able to keep the Cardinals at bay. And just an ugly loss. Just an ugly loss. But the good news is Adam Wainwright goes on the hill today. Wainwright coming off a pretty decent start and coming into a start and where he's very good at, and that is at home. Seven games, all starts, obviously. 2-6-3 ERA, 48 innings, just 14 earned runs. Opponents hitting just 210 off of him, and he's got a whip of one. That's good news for St. Louis. Despite the offense struggling, I don't think Wainwright's going to get a lot of run support, especially because Gene Carlos Mejia for the Indians has pitched really well. But I think Wainwright comes back with the win, pitches well enough to get the win. I think the Cardinals get enough offense for the win. I think they get a split heading into the Cubs series. Joe Kilgallen of Locked on Cubs and I will be having a crossover show coming out on Friday, and I'll be having, again, a locker room discussion tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central, so be sure to join that. If you have locker room, uh, we'd love to talk to you guys, send in some questions. Um, but yeah, yesterday's loss was ugly. That This team is not fun to watch right now, but let's see if Wainwright can come back with a bigger and better start after, uh, let, let, let's see if he can show Carlos how it's done. How he can, how you can pitch well at home. How it's okay to pitch well <laughs> at home, despite what Carlos has to say. And uh, yeah, I think Ben Fredrickson tweeted this out. How it's a low tide. How the tsunami warning is no longer <laughs> in effect. I thought that was pretty funny. But nevertheless, Martinez is unreliable. We'll see if Wainwright can pick up a win tonight against Cleveland. 7-15 first pitch. Um, Cardinals-Indians against Shane Carlos Mejia. Cardinals are too depressing. Let's look back on some more fun times. This is show number 200 for me. So after this break, I'll give my thoughts on what 200 means to me as well as play some clips uh, from past shows. Just, just, just three or four, so it won't be too long. Uh, but all that coming up here in just a moment. Milk Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. You heard that right. Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited-time flavor. 
When you talk to a Built Bar fan such as myself, we are passionate about our favorites. Mine is double chocolate. Why is it called double chocolate, you might ask? Because all of these bars are covered 100% in chocolate. Here are the nine flavors. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry berry, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. There's something for everyone. You can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. And again, they're all covered in chocolate. But just because they're covered in chocolate doesn't mean they're not healthy. They're incredibly healthy. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Every single bar is tasty and every single bar is healthy. So what are you waiting for? Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, so what are you waiting for? Check all the action at BetOnline right now. Not just MLB, you can also track the NBA playoffs, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, UFC, MMA action, and more. Get all the news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. So before the next pitch tonight, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit with the promo code Locked On. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Locked On gets you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So, if you haven't been listening, once again, to get your attention, this is my 200th show as host of the Locked On Cardinals. First show was on August 5th of 2020. Uh, again, thank you to Sean Woodley, who's the channel coordinator here. Thanks to David Locke, the CEO. Thanks to Nash Walker, Locked On Twins, for getting me this job, for helping me get this job. Uh, it's been an incredible journey. It's been a wonderful, remarkable, incredible journey um, that I hope is far from over. And then I also hope that you guys have enjoyed it. I hope that, you know, uh, like the Locked On Dodgers hosts say, you don't always have to agree with me. You just have to listen. Or I, I invite you to listen to my thoughts and opinions as I cover this team, uh, my, my favorite team in, in all the land. <laughs> love the Cardinals. Love Cardinal baseball. I get to go to my first game post-pandemic. Uh, on Monday, I'll be at the game against the Miami Marlins, which I'm super, super excited for. But, yeah, it's weird to think that I started this show during the pandemic. And when I started this show, the Cardinals hadn't played a game in, I think, two weeks. They were in the middle of that COVID layoff. So here's my first clip that I'll share with you. It's a clip of me introducing myself for the first time. It's it's my first first time as the host for back from my very first show. So I hope you enjoyed the, the short clip from there. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Network. My name is Lucas Smith. This is my first podcast episode as the host of this podcast. I'm super excited for this opportunity uh, to be a part of the Locked On Network. You can follow me on Twitter, at LJFastball. I've been a huge Cardinal fan for my entire life. Watch every game that I can. Um, and I'm just super excited to uh, be the host, new host of this podcast, talk Cardinal baseball with you guys, and uh, give you a, a daily recap analysis uh, and reaction to the Cardinals' news and notes and games Monday to Friday, so uh, follow along with 
with me on this 2020 journey. My uh, Twitter handle is at LJFastball. Again, hoping to get a working Twitter for the show soon as well. But for now, follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. But we got a lot to get to for this 2020 season already. It, it's weird to think that, that it was my, my, my first show. I love talking baseball. You can, you can hear how fast I spoke. I probably still speak super fast, but... Yeah, it was a bizarre time to start this podcast, to, to start this, but uh, it was a wonderful time, too, because I got to talk about Cardinal baseball during a time when, you know, we, we really needed that distraction. You know, pandemic was still pretty much in full force and couldn't go anywhere, so what what could you do except for talk about baseball or listen to somebody to talk about baseball? But last year's team, I think people forget how remarkable, I think I use that word a lot, how special that team was to make the playoffs. It was hard for them to make the playoffs. Um, it, it was especially hard for for every team that last season, but especially the Cardinals with their layoffs, with the doubleheaders and so on. And another clip I want to share with you is from that episode that I did when it's the Cardinals clinched their postseason. And here's me sharing my thoughts on that special run for the St. Louis Cardinals. Just to focus in on St. Louis for a quick second on this team of the difficulties they had to go through. They had to deal with the 17-day layoff with coronavirus. They had 18 different people affected with COVID-19. They had to play 53 games in 44 days, including 11 doubleheaders. They had 13 Major League debuts. For this team to make the postseason is simply remarkable. Say what you will about the lack of offense. Say what you will about anything on this team. This team making the postseason is an incredible testament to these players as both athletes and as people to be resilient like that and still get the job done. And I couldn't talk about my 200 episodes and not talk about the Nolan Arenado acquisition. I got two clips that I want to share from that and it's it's been... It was a wild ride learning about that trade. So here's my initial reaction on the emergency podcast I did when the deal was first reported. And we have a a trade that is unofficial right now. But Nolan Arenado is being reported as now being a St. Louis Cardinal. It's a trade that has been in the works. It has been rumored for offseason after offseason. And Nolan Arenado is finally coming to St. Louis. And here's my first line um, coming after the, the deal me- became official. Um, it's causing about the Nolan Arenado trade whenever it was made official by Major League Baseball. And the news is finally official. Nolan Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal. We've seen the edits by... Cardinal fan accounts, Cardinal fan Twitter accounts, but now the Cardinals have posted it. MLB has posted it. It's official. The Cardinals now have a top five first baseman and a top five third baseman on their team to anchor the rotation, not the rotation, to anchor the lineup. And it's it's glorious. So in both those clips, you can probably sense a lot of excitement. I mean, that was a that was an exciting time for for the Cardinals to get Arenado. You know, it was one of those moves that they thought pushed them over the edge, and we can be critical now and say, oh, they didn't do anything else and all this stuff. But uh, very exciting at the time, and I enjoyed doing those couple episodes right after. Those have been my most listened to episodes ever, were the uh, episodes right during and just a little thereafter, you know, on Arenado acquisition. So 
200 episodes has been incredible. They've seen some incredible guests as well. Uh, Benjamin Hockman promoting his book 11 and 11 that I'd recommend you guys to read. Ben Fredrickson in the Post-Dispatch. Mark Saxon, formerly of The Athletic. Tons of crossovers as well uh, with uh, other wonderful hosts of the Lockdown Network. Love all my locked, fellow Lockdown Network hosts. Those have been, those guys have been incredible to, to interact with and to get to know and to talk baseball with. So, again, I hope I can do this for a couple hundred episodes more. Again, thank you to everybody who made this possible. Thank you to you guys as well, mostly. Because without you guys, this isn't possible. Um, I, I, I've loved being able to talk Cardinal baseball with you, and I cannot wait to talk Cardinal baseball with you more um, and for the next couple hundred episodes. So after you listen to this wonderful episode, uh, be sure to head over to Locked On Today podcast where they're talking about what the plan is for Steelers quarterback after Big Ben. Follow them on the Odyssey app uh, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you haven't already, if you're a new listener listening to this for the first time or whether you're listening to this for the 200th time, follow this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter at, or Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. And until I talk to you guys tomorrow for episode 201, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.